If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Welcome to Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. I'm here with you every day, 1 Pacific, 4 Eastern, for a little sports talk, sports betting talk. My handle is Chelsea Messenger if you want to find me on Twitter. And also, we always appreciate your feedback on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitter. We're streaming live on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook. So if, are th- if those are your preferred methods of social media. You can follow us there, like, share, retweet, do whatever you want to do. We appreciate the feedback. We've got a great show for you guys today. We're starting with opening weekend of college football, then to NFL win totals, and then, of course, our daily baseball picks. Let's start off with college football. The opening weekend is a big one this year. College football is celebrating its 150th anniversary, and they're doing it big with a kickoff game of Miami and Florida. Now, these two teams, they haven't played since 2013, so you know that the rivalry is building. Uh, And, of course, they've got eight national championships between the two. So these are two of the most storied programs in all of college football history. Plus, we've got... Michigan State, Tulsa, Georgia Tech, and Clemson. Georgia Tech obviously is going to be a huge underdog in that one. Clemson, of course, the number one team in the entire country coming off a national title, and they're stacked. They've got plenty of talent on that offense. Despite losing quite a few guys on the defense to the NFL, Georgia Tech is running a new offense, no longer the triple option that we've seen for so many years. So installing that offense will be a little difficult, especially against a Clemson team uh, that's so talented. But how many points will Georgia Tech get? That's the issue. We're not calling for an upset, but can they cover the spread? Plus, NFL win totals. The Panthers and the Colts were almost exact opposites last year. The Panthers, of course, started the season 6-2, and two, finished 1-7. and seven. Can they avoid that pitfall this season? Uh, the Colts, on the other hand, started 1-5, and five, finished 9-1. and one. Can they carry that momentum into this season? We're talking everything NFL, college football, and baseball coming up after the break on Picks and Parlays. Bet, win, repeat. We're back after this. When is a notebook more than a notebook? 
When it takes me from creative writing to traveling the world to report my next story. Staples is your back-to-school destination. Find all the supplies and inspiration you need. Come in store this week for our 97-cent deals. Staples 4-pack glue sticks, Crayola 12-pack colored pencils, and our exclusive bonus pack of Crayola broad-tip markers, all just 97 cents each. Staples, back-to-school and beyond. In-store only. Offer ends 831.19. Limit 30 on Crayola markers and colored pencils, while supplies last. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. In high-traffic areas, professional painters need a paint that'll last. So do their clients, like PPG Timeless Paint, in five-gallon buckets from just 159 bucks. Now at the Home Depot, with fast one-coat coverage and the toughest, most wear-resistant finish to prevent future scuffs, stains, and you having to come back to fix them. Tough, high-quality PPG Timeless Paint, exclusively at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only see store for details. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. Right now, we're getting to some college football. College football is kicking off very soon, August 24th, with Miami and Florida, two teams with eight national championships between them, a storied rivalry, and a whole lot to play for. Joe Duffy, what are we talking about when we're talking about this Miami-Florida matchup? What's the line? Uh, what's the initial feeling on this one? Yeah, well, Chelsea, first of all, I was not at that first football game 150 years ago, despite rumors to the contrary. As far as the line, uh, Miami of Florida is a seven-point underdog. Florida is the favorite. They open up as eight and a half. 
I kind of agree with the line move. Miami does have that element of surprise. They've got a new coaching staff. They're expected. The guy, uh, offense coordinator Enos, who came from Alabama, they want him to jumpstart the offense. They also have a little bit of element of surprise as far as uh, going with three quarterbacks. And Florida, they had a six-game improvement last year with coach Dan Mullen. Usually teams that improve that much in one year are a little overvalued, especially um, early in the next year. So I do agree with that line move. I think initially, you know, when you're when you're talking about uh, getting eight and a half points, Miami was a pretty good play. Not so much at seven, but my pick will be on the total in this game, Chelsea. Miami's defense has been incredibly good uh, in the past couple of years. Their problem has yeah. been the offense, it seems like. Do you see the offense putting some points on the board here? Well, again, they're trying to jumpstart the offense with a new offensive coordinator, but that's going to be a work in progress. So mm -hmm. do I think their offense is going to be better? Yes, but do I think they're going to be better in week one? Not so much. And remember, Florida is so strong in the secondary. They've got six guys in the secondary that have five or more starts. Meanwhile, as you said, Miami, they're pretty much loaded on the defensive side of the ball, especially their linebacking core is rated among the best in the country and in some places the best in the country, you know, with the so-called experts out there. So both of these teams are very strong on the defensive side of the ball. And at the end of the day, with a fairly high total, 50 and a half, I do think this game is going to go under the total. Similar to Florida uh, as a whole, it seems like their quarterback, Felipe Franks, has improved leaps and bounds uh, over one year to the next. He went from nine touchdowns and eight interceptions to 24 touchdowns and six picks uh, just last season. So do you see any regression happening there? Because as we talked about, uh, it's a lot harder to go from 10 wins to 11 wins uh, than maybe four wins to 10 wins. Yeah, to their credit, they stuck with uh, Franks. Of course, Mullen's a great offensive coach, and that was really the one disappointment when they had Jim McElveen there. He was supposed to improve on their offense, and he did a little bit, but not quite as much as uh, you know they, they originally thought. But yeah, he is a clearly improved quarterback, and he's finally living up to his expectations. You'd probably say he's more of a, a late bloomer than a greatly improved quarterback. So I do think, yes, uh, he is pretty legit, but he's playing behind a rebuilt offensive line, and uh, Miami's got a heck of a pass rush, so I don't expect them to have all that much success this game, but I do not anticipate that Florida is eventually going to have a quarterback controversy. But you said the total is pretty high, right? Yes. Yeah, for, for 50 and a half is a pretty high total, and I think one of the reasons, look, I always say one of my golden rules is totals are more about pace than it is about offensive or defensive competence. I'm a little bit worried that Miami might be playing a little bit more up-tempo offense, so that's kind of what does worry me a little bit. And yeah, as we said, Florida's offense has gotten better, so there's no such thing as a lock, and this isn't necessarily going to be one of my strongest plays of the week, but I do think the under is a pretty high percentage play, especially with a pretty high total. Well, and it also seems like the offense progresses at a much slower rate than the defense when it comes to some of these early season games, and that game's on August 24th. That's the earliest game of them all, and they actually got extra practice time. I know that's a factor as well, but it's still early in the season, and they'll have time uh, to adjust. Uh, let's recap your pick just one more time. Uh, under the 50 and a half in the Battle of Florida, Miami, and University of Florida. All right, let's move on. Georgia Tech and Clemson. As we mentioned earlier, Georgia Tech no longer a triple option team, so something different for their offense, maybe some uh, 
uh, struggling woes there trying to adjust to a new offense. Meanwhile, not a great opponent to face that with. Clemson, the number one team in the country. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Well, Clemson is, of course, loaded. That's we can basically say that every year. I think for the next, you know, until Dabo decides to uh, retire or become the next head coach at the University of Alabama, but they're more loaded on the offensive side of the ball. So Georgia Tech might be able to find a little bit of success on the defensive side of the ball, especially because they will have the element of surprise. But really, it's uh, Clemson's offense. Of course, we know, we know about Trevor Lawrence. He's the favorite for the uh, Heisman Trophy. He'll have T. Higgins and Justin Ross coming back. Uh, both of the, these guys combined for 21 touchdowns. And then uh, Travis Etienne had over 1,600 yards rushing. But Georgia Tech could have a little bit of success on the offensive side of the ball where Clemson is certainly very good, but they're not as dominant as their offense. How many points is Georgia Tech getting? Uh, they're getting 35. The line's actually going up. Of course, the public generally likes to bet these favorites and, of course, likes to bet against uh, Clemson or Alabama unless they're playing a top five or so team. But, you know, all in all, I do think that Georgia Tech will sneak within the number, a, a system uh, in the first month of the season, bold teams from the prior season who lost their last two games and, in fact, return an inexperienced quarterback and five or less offensive starters in the first month of the season are actually 18, including 25 and three lately. That would favor Georgia Tech. Now, that's counterintuitive because a lot of people are going to be, look, inexperienced quarterback versus an experienced quarterback. Of course, I want to go with the big favorite, but the odds makers have to over adjust. In reality, uh, the, the opening line was more like it where this, they should be about a 31, 32 point underdog. So who are you taking in this one, or what? what's the line you're gonna, betting? Yeah, so I'm going to go with uh, Georgia Tech plus the 35. We're going to have to sweat it out, but that's what happens when you go with these big underdogs. Georgia Tech plus the 35. Right, that's a lot of points on the board. Uh, and finally, let's get to Tulsa and Michigan State. Michigan State is probably a big favorite in this one. Uh, that game on Friday, August 30th. Initial thoughts on this one. Yeah, Michigan State, they are quite the big favorite. They're 21 and a half after opening up at 21. Now, a lot of people might consider 21 a key number. A key number is essentially any number in which, you know, three can go into or, or seven can go into. So some would say that's a somewhat significant line move, even though it's only a half a point. Um, home or neutral postseason teams from the previous season uh, do very well in week one, 215, 154, and six. That would favor Michigan State. Look, Tulsa... They have a very high-powered offense. A lot of people think they will be a, a little bit better, but they've really um, regressed over the past two years. And I do think when you have these gimmicky offenses, there is a certain regression. They're 5-19 and 19 the last two years straight up. And I think that's, that could be you know, some trouble here, but still Michigan State often struggles against these non-conference teams early in the year. Right. So uh, who, who are you taking in this one, or what's the line you're betting? Yeah, I am going to go with uh, Tulsa. I do expect their offense to be a little bit better, led by their transfer, Zach Smith. I do think they're going to score enough points and sneak to within the number. He's got two good running backs and wide receivers, so Tulsa plus the 21-and-a-half is my bet. And that should be an interesting matchup. Like you said, Tulsa with a high-powered offense in Michigan State, uh, one of the better defenses in the entire nation. How do you see that defense being a factor in this game? Yeah, I do think it'll, it should be – you know, a low enough scoring game that the 21 and a half points will really come uh, big. And, you know, again, they do have a transfer from Baylor, a quarterback, and the wide receivers, Keenan Johnson and Kalen Stokes are good. The Corey Taylor 
gives a little bit of balance. I, I expect to see a lot of quick strikes and that to kind of keep the chains moving, to, ke to keep their, their defense off of the field. And again, it's another one of those games where sometimes when you go with the big underdog, you got to sweat it till the end. But I do think that uh, Tulsa has enough firepower on the offensive side of the ball in a game that's not going to be, you know, ridiculously high scoring to manage to barely, barely, and again, no, no guts, no glory. It's a lot easier to bet the big favorite, but we're going to sweat this out and we're going to cover at the end. So you think that's because it's going to be a low-scoring game that that's uh, going to be a number that Tulsa can cover? Yeah, and that's part of the reason, like I said, I think Tulsa's offense has drastically improved. The reason where their first year as head coach, they had some success and they didn't the last two years was a big difference in talent. But thanks to some transfers and some experienced guys coming back, their offense is much better. And so I do think their offense is going to click a lot better this year than they have in the previous two years. All right, so we're taking Tulsa in that one over Michigan State just to cover. We're back after the break with NFL win totals. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money, and guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words. Buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize 
maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just That's 800-584-2519. And we're back on Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm your host, Kelsey Messenger. You can find me on Twitter, Kelsey Messenger, my handle. Follow along on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you search Picks and Parlays, we are very easy to find. Let's start with some NFL win totals. And first, we've got a promo code, or not a promo code. All you have to do is go to the website, picksandparlays.net. We've got our NFL preseason passes on sale. It's $149 for all of the preseason picks. You can pick any expert you want. You can pick Tony T, Tony T, uh, who's joining us now to talk a little football. Tony, let's start with the Panthers. Carolina, 7-9 and nine last season. No playoffs, and they started off hot, 6-2, and two, finished the season 1-7. and seven. What's it look like for the Panthers this season? All right, uh, good afternoon. Chelsea, Carolina Panthers lined it up. See the win total of eight wins, and uh, we're going to look to go over the eight here at, uh, at minus 115 odds. We're hoping that Cam Newton's shoulders right after going, that, going through the surgery in January. He did not look right last season, especially late in the, in the year, the final eight games. He didn't really have zip on his passes, missed really key throws in the clutch, which cost the Panthers victory. And he did admit to struggling with that deep ball. So we want to see Cam Newton with a little bit more pass attempts over 20 yards. They were 28th in that category last season. They need to stretch the field. Like he's got a talented receiving core, a mixture of uh, really deep threats and position type receivers, uh, Chelsea. So I really believe that uh, Panthers here can have a bounce back year. I know no one likes to talk about this because I know the issue this year is Cam, Cam Newton's shoulder. Uh, but it seems like the years that Cam rushes for more than 550 yards, the Panthers have a great season. The year they went to the Super Bowl, uh, 636 yards rushing. And then the year they were 11-5, 2017, 759 yards rushing. What do you see from Cam as a rusher this year? No, Newton, four rushing touchdowns were his lowest of his career last year. But again, two shoulder surgeries. The past two seasons, you got to worry about how that shoulder is going to hold up with a hit. Fortunately, they got Christian McCaffrey, uh, who's developed into a pretty good running back over, uh, over a thousand yards last year, nearly 900 yards out of the backfield. One thing about McCaffrey, as long as they can build some depth in the running back position, that can take some pressure off of uh, Cam Newton to run the football. We know he's probably one of the toughest quarterbacks since he entered the football and in, in, into the NFL. He's not afraid to run between the tackles, but after two shoulder surgeries, Chelsea, I think he's got to cut down a little bit on his, on his running. Like you mentioned, Christian McCaffrey has been an absolute uh, plus for this offense. I had to double-check my stats just because over 1,000 yards rushing and 867 yards receiving, those are incredible numbers from one person. What do you expect from McCaffrey this season? You know, he took he took part in 91 percent of the snaps last year. You know, Rivera. Yeah, it's unreal. Rivera said that he needs to develop his depth because at that workload, McCaffrey could run down a little bit. So I I do believe them to cut him down a little bit on his running. They got to develop their depth. They did draft a running back out of Florida. And of course, uh, Cameron Artis Payne, a a veteran 
uh, need to uh, – we'll probably see more carries this season. But I'm really excited here about this young receiving core for the Panthers. I think they can uh, – they also picked up Chris Hogan, who's, who's a, who's a uh, receiver out of uh, the Patriots uh, team, uh, who can really help in, in, in those um, possession types. Also, too, don't forget their tight end, Greg Olson, has been a longtime target for Newton. But uh, he's got to be healthy. Only 16 games he's missed in the past three, too. Right. I know last season it was really disappointing when he kept fracturing his foot or re-injuring his foot. Uh, it seemed like every time he got some momentum, uh, he would get hurt again. And I know he's one of Cam's favorite targets. He's a great uh, end zone target for Cam. Uh, let's talk about the defense a little bit. I know they lost Thomas Davis to the Chargers, I believe. He was a big part of their defense, their linebacking core. They still have Luke Keekley If he can stay healthy and stay away from the concussions, I know that's an issue for him. Uh, what, what do you see uh, from this Panthers defense this year? Well, it's a uh, Ron Rivera called the plays on defense the final four games. He gave up just 19 points a game. You know, their defensive coordinator, Eric Washington, an inexperienced coach when he was uh, when he was promoted to the defensive coordinator. So Rivera is going to take a little strong arm here in the defense. They struggled last year getting pressure on the quarterback, 27th in sacks as uh, they allowed 32 touchdown passes, 27th in the league. Look, they got away from what they do. They're an aggressive a defensive team with speed, and that's what they got to. You know, when you looked at them last year, they were very slow to get to, to get to the quarterback. Uh, they they removed some of the, they removed the, some older players, added some some younger ones, and I think they're going back to their roots. Aggressive pass rushes with speed. So, what is uh, what's the total on this? The win totals again? The win total on the Carolina Panthers eight wins. I think they can get to nine. I like them to go over the total. The schedule is very manageable in the beginning. I believe in the first eight games, they face the Buccaneers twice. They got the 49ers there on the schedule, and I believe they can they can get to eight wins. Again, once that defense really starts to peak here in the final eight games, I think we'll start to see the Panthers of old. Okay, Tony T is taking the Panthers over eight wins for this season. Let's move on to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, a favorite in the AFC this year. I know a lot of people obviously are taking the Patriots and the Chiefs, but the Colts uh, are one of those dark horse picks that a lot of people like. Uh, last season they started 1-5, and five, finished 9-1, and one, so almost the opposite of the Panthers. Uh, do you see this momentum carrying on this season? The Colts are lined at 9.5 wins, Chelsea. I'm going to go under the 9.5, and, and here's a couple of reasons why. We did see – we know the offense is very good under Andrew Luck – they did develop their running game with Marlon Mack, although they got to get some depth there. Good receiving core, but their defense went from very poor defense to one that's below average. And what I mean by that is they didn't get enough pressure on the quarterback and they give up a lot of yards in the passing game. We saw what happened to the to the Colts when they faced the Chiefs in that playoff game. They were they not could not make a stop there. They lose, give up 31 points. Well, look, we know Andrew Luck's a really good quarterback. He's got that calf injury in camp. But it really comes down to this, is how, how much the defense can improve. Now, they, they drafted a lot of young players. Uh, they picked, well, I believe, eight of the first nine players were on defense in the draft. And, of course, their schedule is really tough. I think they're going to face some of the best quarterbacks in, in the NFL as the Colts will be facing the NFC South and AFC West this season. Something surprising to me about the Colts is they entered uh, the offseason with some of the most cap space of all the NFL teams, $109 million in cap space, but they really didn't make any uh, big free agent signings. Uh, signing, excuse me. I know they signed Justin Houston uh, from the Chiefs to help out that defense, but it says one of two things. It says either they're in it for the long haul and they're not really feeling the urgency of doing it this year, or they have a lot of faith in their young guys. Uh, how do you see that playing out? 
Well, I see that a little bit of groin pains defensively. I think their offense is going to be fine, but to get into that to that number, uh, that total number, they're going to have to they're going to have to face teams like the Chargers, the Saints, the uh, Chiefs, the uh, uh, Atlanta Falcons. It's going to be very tough for them defensively to hold to hold the uh, you know the, to defend those teams. We saw that in that, in that Chiefs game. And don't forget the division is getting stronger. Uh, the Jaguars will be a stronger team. Texans will be stronger. I know the Titans took a hit with their offensive tackle, but he's only gone for four, four games. But I see Tennessee getting better. I just think that the competition is going to be tougher. Even though the Colts made really strong strides of being a competitive team, I think nine wins uh, they'll get to. They won't get to ten. So the only flip side to that is if you think the defense isn't quite strong enough to hang with some of those uh, good quarterbacks that they'll be facing, do you think the offense can put up enough numbers to hang in some of those games? Oh yes, I do. I definitely see the I see the offense really uh, improving uh, with 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 Marlon Mack there at, at the running back position. You know the tight end Avron's been a really good target for Luck. Of course, that offensive line is what they used what, what they built over the past uh, couple seasons. Because remember, Andrew Luck took a lot of hits, uh, but last year only eighteen uh, sacks uh, he received. So uh, if, if he can stay, if they can the offensive line continue to keep him upright, they can be competitive in games. But then again. It's, it's like we talked about here. You get in those shootouts, sometimes those coin flip games, if uh, your defense is not stopping anybody, it's going to be difficult. We talked about this earlier with the Florida team that went from uh, not winning very many games to winning quite a few. Do you see any regression with the Colts this season? Because uh, they were one of those teams that made such a large improvement that sometimes it's hard to keep that up. Yeah, it can be, especially with young players. And if uh, you're getting, you're getting, you look on film and, and these really top tier quarterbacks like Rivers, Mahomes, Breeze, uh, Roethlisberger, remember they also play the Steelers on their schedule. If they start putting up numbers, could really get in the head of these young players. And I can definitely see a confidence issue there with the, with the Colts defense. Yeah, they're tied for the third youngest team in the NFL with an average age of 25. So that's got to be a factor as well. Obviously, maybe injuries won't be as much of a concern if the guys are young, I would suppose. But maybe uh, the experience, that'll play a factor. Uh, The offensive line is incredibly good for that age. But like you said, the, the defensive line has to do some work considering they're playing all these great quarterbacks. And I know the NFL is an offensive league, but defense still matters. Yeah, and you know, it's hard. You know, you go from being about the worst in the league to about a little below average, but that next jump is where it's going to be really tough. Can you get above average in key spots? We know the pressure on the quarterback is very important. That secondary is young. We saw the, the draft picks can have a lot of rookies coming in, in in substitution situations as well on special teams. And again, we're going to be facing top talent here in the league, especially against these good quarterbacks. I think uh, the Colts We'll take a little step back here defensively. I see them, as I said, about nine wins. That would take us under nine and a half. I think the AFC South is a little tougher this season, as you mentioned. Do you still see the Colts winning their division? That's going to be tough. I think I think the, the Texans, I think with, with, with this offensive holding possibly being called, I think that the, the, the Texans uh, uh, – defense here, their their pass rush and and linebackers, I think, are the best in that division. I see the Texans getting there uh, right below uh, the Colts, but I see the the Titans and the Jaguars getting really making this one of the more competitive divisions in the AFC. Right. I think it will be a little bit more entertaining this season. Uh, Just to recap our picks, we've got the Colts going under nine and a half wins. We've got the Panthers going over eight wins. Those are our NFL win totals for the day. Uh, Tony T., where can we find the rest of your picks? 
Best of picks you can find over at picksandparlays.net. Don't forget the podcast sports pick info on Apple iTunes. We've got Daniel Lee today with the MLB coverage. All right. Thanks again. Good stuff, as always, from Tony T. When we come back after the break, our daily baseball games here on Picks and Parlays. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800 403 Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me on Twitter every day. My handle is at Chelsea Messenger. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. If you search Picks and Parlays, we're very easy to find, and we always appreciate your feedback. We've got Craig Trapp on with us now to talk a little baseball. 
Hello, Craig. How are we doing? Big day in baseball. Usually Monday's slow card, not today. Big card today. <laughs> I know. They say if if you're having, if you call it a slow day in sports, then you're probably not doing your your research because there's always stuff going on. Let's start off with Angels and Reds. Patrick Sandoval is making his MLB debut for the Angels. Meanwhile, Luis Castillo not making his Major League debut. He is 10-4 and four with a 2.63 ERA, 151 strikeouts. What do you have on this game? Well, you look at the odds. The Angels um, coming off a not, not a good series. Uh, Reds actually been playing pretty well lately. But uh, the odds, minus 208, it opened uh, with a total of 9.5. This all the way up to 220, I see it at Caesars uh, all over town. Uh, see, you know, some of the online bet 365 up to, to 227. So I don't know if there's a Reds team that they'd be, or a pitcher that the Reds team would be facing, even with um, their young stud Castillo on the mound, that I would want to lay minus 220 or more. Minus with, with 220? The yeah. That's unreal. The Reds are not the Dodgers, yeah, they're not the crazy. Yankees. Crazy. I mean, as a favorite, they've not been that good this year. If you've bet them every time as a favorite, you've actually lost money. Uh, they're much better team as uh, when you have value, like when they're in the plus 130 or more. Right. And I think this is a game that you have to take You have to take the uh, total here because when you look at these two teams, both the offenses are feast or famine. I think Castillo will do, their, do his part to beat up on these Angels. You know, Remember, they played two games earlier this year. The Angels won both of those games, 5-1 and 5-1. Um, with, uh, but of course, Castillo didn't make either start. So this is the, the Reds, by far their best starter. So I'm interested to see how he does against a pretty good lineup with the Angels. Right, and the Angels, they have somebody making their major league debut, and his numbers don't look great in AAA. A six four one ERA in Salt Lake, but that is one of the toughest places to pitch in all of the minor leagues due to the elevation. So you have to take that into consideration as well. I know when Alex Young made his debut with the Diamondbacks. A lot of us didn't think he was going to do that well just because of his numbers in AAA, and he's been doing incredible for the Diamondbacks. So that's something to consider as well. Well, you look at the recent recency is uh, always a big thing for me as far as handicapping trends, that kind of stuff. The Angels are 5-2 and two, uh, and the under the last seven. The Reds are 3-2 and two in the under the last five. You know, I know the Reds um, this past weekend in Atlanta, they had some nice, some nice uh, outings there, but that ballpark, it's very similar to, I guess, Cincinnati, where when it's really a hot and humid day, especially a day game yesterday, you can see that Reds scored six yesterday, four the day before, five the day before. So mm -hmm. I think uh, it's not quite as uh, warm or humid day in Cincinnati today. I like the under nine and a half here. Uh, the first two matchups, like I said, in Los Angeles, both uh, games were five to one. So I think this one goes under. We're going to take the under nine and a half as our uh, best play here. I will say the Angels might be in trouble if it goes to their bullpen because, I've, as I've mentioned on the show before, the Angels' bullpen has the most innings pitched in all of baseball. So they're taxed at this point of the year, and that might be why they have somebody making their big league debut tonight. Um, but you're still liking the under? Yeah, I think the under has value here. I think I could see the Reds winning a lopsided game like 6-1, but, I mean, you still get the under here. Right. But I just can't lay more than 220 with a Reds team that, quite frankly, doesn't deserve to be favored that much, no matter who they're facing, um, who they're playing against. Right. That's even a tough line to take, even on the Dodgers and even yep. on the Yankees and Astros, just because day-to-day -day baseball can be so different. Uh, let's move on to the Dodgers and the Cardinals. This one is in L.A. The Dodgers are 74-40. and 40. A lot of wins for that squad. And the Cardinals, 
They've got meaningful games to play as well. They're one and a half games back in that division, so they want to win some ball games. Michael Walker taking the mound, six and four, five one five ERA going against Tony Goslin, zero and one with a five six three ERA. Initial thoughts on this Dodgers Cardinals matchup? Not often do you get a Dodgers team at home that's forty three and fifteen at home that you get these kind of, this kind of odds on them. The odds opened at minus one sixty three. I see it as high as one minus one seventy five at online at eight 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 sports, but uh, most places are still into that minus one sixty five. Uh, Caesars got it at minus one sixty. So I definitely uh, think there's value if you wouldn't. I wouldn't talk you off of the Dodgers just because of the crazy record at home, but. But to me, I think the Cardinals, you know, they won the first four matchups this year against head-to-head. They won all four games in St. Louis. And, you know, sometimes you, you just teams match up well against each other. And I just think there's value here with the underdog Cardinals. The thing that scares me is what you mentioned about the Dodgers at home. They're 43-15 and 15 at home as opposed to 31-25 and 25 away. So they're much better in LA and that's something that scares me and I think uh, the line might reflect that Tony Gosselin's a starting pitcher for the Dodgers tonight. Uh, He only has eight innings of MLB experience this year. Uh, Only one MLB start and that was four innings of work and four earned runs so I think maybe that's why the Dodgers uh, aren't quite as heavily favored as the Reds are that other game. Yeah. Good night. Um, but you like the Cardinals in this one? I like the Cardinals. I mean, Michael Walker, he's went uh, his last three starts. He's only given up two earned runs. Um, now, granted, he only went 4.3 in, in the last two. But still, I mean, there's some positives to be said about his last few starts. One was against Houston. Um, so I think, I mean, he didn't get the win there, but he didn't lose. I, I think this there's value on a more experienced pitcher in Waka, a team like the Cardinals that won the first four games in this series, and a Dodgers team that, you know, they had to come from behind to win yesterday in impressive fashion. I give you that. But I just think, you know, when you see the Dodgers at this price, it almost tells me that uh, they're trying to trap you to take the Dodgers. So I'm not taking the trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Yeah. And Don't I know take about it. So, yeah, so I'm taking, I'm going to take the underdog uh, Cardinals here. I think they make it five in a row against the Dodgers. I mean, that would be saying something against the best team in baseball. Right. That's an, an amazing feat. If anyone can pull it off, I will say the Cardinals bullpen has been incredible this year. Uh, they actually have the lowest batting average against in all of baseball. Hitters are hitting just 214 against their relievers. So that's something uh, to look at as well. The Dodgers have a good bullpen too, but um, not quite as good. They're eighth best. But still very good, especially when you consider that lineup. So we're taking the Cardinals in this one. And what's the line? Um, I see it at plus 140. I even see, you know, some spots are just a quite uh, tick lower, plus 138, plus 137. We're going to take them. We'll just call it 140. I will say, you know, the Dodgers, obviously, like I said, they're 5-1 in their last six. But yesterday probably should have been a loss on that one. They were down big, came back, uh, nice win in the ninth inning. Um, Cardinals just 2-5 and five in their last seven. But that means, to me, that means when you see these kinds of odds, that's, you know, I think the odds makers are trying to trap us here. So we're not falling <laughs> for it. We're going to take the Cardinals and the underdog price at plus 140. All right, let's move on to our final game, the Rangers and the Indians. It's Mike Miner on the mound for the Rangers, 9-6, and 3-2-1 ERA. And Aaron Savale, I think that's how you say it, 1-0 with a 0 ERA. But he has just one major league start. Six shutout innings, but that was against the Tigers, so we can't put a whole lot of stock in that just because the Tigers are not one of the better hitting yep. teams in baseball. 
Uh, what do you think about Rangers Indians tonight? Well, these two have faced off four times this year, two and two. You know, the odds basically have been coin flip in most of these uh, games. You see them anywhere from minus 110 to minus 120 is where the lines went off in the uh, four matchups. But then tonight you see Indians' big favorite, minus 165, um, opened at, and the total at 9.5. We see it all the way up to minus 170 at points bet. So I think uh, it's a lot of, lot of juice there to lay on what I think are pretty evenly matched teams. I just think the West is a little better. I just think the Central right now, National League Central is bad. I think the mm -hmm. um, American League Central is bad. So I think that a lot of these extra wins that Cleveland does have over, you know, you compare it to Texas, is basically because they're playing um, their division teams more often and they're racking up some wins there. Yes, Cleveland has looked a little better lately. 4-1 uh, and one in the last five. Texas is 4-0 and oh in the last four. And I just think there's value on a team. Like you said, you have to take who they're playing. And, you know, Texas, obviously, when you beat up on Detroit and Seattle, you keep a grain of salt on that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's positive. Your, your hitters are playing or uh, getting quality, uh, timely hits. I think that kind of carries over. And I, I just have to take the underdog here with the Rangers getting uh, this kind of price on what I think should be more like a coin flip game, and you're getting it at plus 140. And plus, the Indians, a lot of those wins have come against, like you said, maybe some weaker teams, and also with better pitchers on the mound. Shane Bieber has been incredible for them. When you're pitching complete game shutouts, Bieber leads all of baseball with complete game shutouts, or maybe it's complete games. But still, he's been yep. very good. Uh, so that is a factor. It's not Shane Bieber on the mound. It's Aaron Savali, who only has six innings of Major League time. So that is something I would look at. And the Rangers have one of their better pitchers on the mound. Uh, Mike Miner, 9-6, and six, almost 10 wins, 3-2-1 ERA, which is actually very good this season uh, in the era of the juiced ball. I'm, ERA is like, I, I'm a more of a whip guy, when, especially when I'm handicapping. I think the ERA can be deceiving. very deceiving, especially for, you know, when you look at the bullpen ERAs, that's when you really right. can get crazy because you're like, oh, well, these guys, and it's like, yeah, they, you know, they left them in one inning, they get a big blow up. And so I stay away from the ERA. But I do think Texas, I think it's, it's a coin flip as far as starters, or Texas has the advantage. Um, Cleveland has, I think, the better bullpen, or just, I don't think. They know they definitely have the better right. bullpen. But, you know, Cleveland doesn't score a lot of runs. I mean, they had to go out and, and kind of, uh, I'd say, overpay to go, get Puig from the Reds, yeah. a guy that hits, you know, basically 240, 250, gets his home runs. But a lot of those home runs are uh, meaningless home runs. And I just think there's way more value taking a Rangers team that their offense is way more explosive. I like mm -hmm. Texas here. I think Texas wins pretty easily tonight. Like you mentioned, the Indians have really struggled offensively. I think they're in the bottom half of the league in most offensive categories. Yes, their pitching has been incredible, and their bullpen has been extremely solid, but you've got to score runs sometimes. And, I mean, the Rangers have been scoring runs. They've got a, a pretty decent offense. So I can see where you're leaning on this one. Uh, again, what, what's the bet you're taking on this one? We're going to take the Ranger, Texas Rangers plus 140 as an underdog. You know, you have to kind of, uh, you look at Mike Miner's recent start, you kind of got a uh, you know, blind faith here a little bit because, yeah, he did get a win last time out, but he did allow five earned runs, four earned runs the time before that. So, But he's, he's a guy, I mean, those are all considered in those whip numbers, in the ERA numbers. I mean, he had a 2.5 just... Uh, about a month and a half ago, he had a 2.5 ERA. Uh, so now it's all the way up to 3.2. That tells you he hasn't been as good lately. But I just think he has more upside. And I like the price, of course, a lot better um, at plus 140. 
Well, and he's not facing the high-powered offenses that maybe he was right. uh, because the Rangers play in that tough division, like you mentioned. It's the Astros. Uh, it's the A's, who most people don't like to talk about, but they're a solid team as well. Uh, so that's something to factor in as well. Those are our baseball picks. We are taking the Rangers over the Indians. We are taking the Cardinals over the Dodgers, correct? Yes. And the under in the Angels-Reds game. Those were our baseball picks. Uh, just to recap our preseason football talk, uh, we do have a nice little special for you guys. $149 if you go to our website, picksandparlays.net, and you'll get all of our preseason football picks for an expert of your choosing. That's our special going on right now. Don't wait because it ends season one of the preseason. Craig, anything else you'd want to add about that deal? Well, it ends after week one of the preseason, oh, so you could gotcha. get in. But, you know, and obviously that there will be very few picks that last week, so it's really just for the first three weeks. Gotcha. All right, we'll be back after the break recapping all of our picks from the show. If you've not been paying attention or if you're just tuning in, stay with us after the break recapping all of our picks on Picks and Parlays. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables 
bills, not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183 That's 800-847-1183 Final segment of Picks and Parlay's radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me every day on Twitter. My handle is just my name. Chelsea Messenger. Pretty easy. Uh, also, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. If you search Picks and Parlays, we're pretty easy to find. We're usually the first thing that pops up. We always appreciate your feedback. You can stream the show live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube if you want to watch that way. That's an option. Uh, if you've been sleeping on us the whole time, or if you're just now tuning in, don't worry. We've got you covered. We've got all of our picks from the day coming up right now. Let's start with college football opening weekend, that big matchup. Uh, Miami and Florida, we're taking the under in that one. 50 points is the total. We don't think those offenses are going to be quite ready for the season, uh, at least 50 points worth. Georgia Tech, Clemson. We're taking Georgia Tech because they're getting 35 points. We know Clemson is a very good team, but 35 points is a lot to cover. Tulsa, Michigan State. We're taking Tulsa in that one as well because they're getting 21 and a half points. And Michigan State, not the best offense. They're known for their defense, so we think that's going to be a low-scoring affair. So 21 and a half points, that's a lot. Tony T gave us his NFL win totals for the Carolina Panthers and the Indianapolis Colts, the Panthers, were going over eight wins uh, at minus 115. The Colts, under nine and a half. I know a lot of people like them to win the Super Bowl and also the AFC South. But you know what? We're taking the under. Nine and a half wins. And moving on to our final segment, MLB with Craig Trapp. Angels at Reds were taking the under nine and a half runs. Rangers at Indians were taking the value play with the Rangers plus 140. Cards at Dodgers were taking the Cardinals in this one plus 140. Those are our picks. You can find us every weekday here, 1 Pacific, 4 Eastern on Picks and Parlays Radio. We'll see you back at the same time tomorrow. Picks and Parlays. Thank you.